and welcome to the Father Seekers Podcast. My name is Pastor Keith. Uh, joining me as always, Pastor Barry Edgman. Pastor Barry Edgman. Hey, buddy. How's it going? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Hey, we, Good. we came back from, a, from uh, our summer sabbatical. At this point, I wish there was like a cool, like classic graphic that I could put up that just had like a beach, a beach ball and like an umbrella said like summer sabbatical 2022 you know um it we're gonna let the cat out of the bag here it may not be long till that could happen yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna say that out loud right yeah, we're, now we're entertaining the idea of of turning this uh turning this this nectar of a feast for your ears and making it more visual and if that happens i don't know if the viewership goes up or down no i think i think it'll go up Here's why. It's a lot of confidence. And no, I, like, I like it. No, it's no. bold enthusiasm. So <laughs> so here's why I think it'll go up. Number one, we have a rock star on this show, mm-hmm. a legitimate rock star. And then me. No, you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think people want to know, I've had people text me and email me hey what what do you guys look like really yeah i haven't gotten those yeah and i say well i look like an old guy and keith looks like um he looks like bon jovi in high school Ooh, like that but with black hair yeah 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 Yeah, maybe i don't think so but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i I, it will be interesting we are gonna as as the the August month turns into to September. Um, we are going to start adding more visual clips to it because what when we record, we uh, we creepily look at each other across the table, mm-hmm. and we we thought, what better way to to have people know how creepy it truly is yeah. unless we put a camera in front of us. Right. <laughs> and the other thing too, I think one of the things that you said, the first thing you said when we talked about going to the the live YouTube thing, you said. Uh, you're going to have to wear different clothes. Yeah. That's the first thing you said. Yeah, I, I have to be cognizant of what Dude. I'm wearing. Like today, Dude. I wear a lot of black. Yeah. So. There's nothing wrong with that. And nothing wrong with yeah. it. But you, you, the listening and viewing audience are going to see just how many variations of the color black one person yeah. can own. <laughs> yeah. That too. And, and perhaps we'll have some product to sport. Yeah. And people can go, hey, I want to buy that. And then they can go to the site and get it. Yeah. We, uh, we, we have some ideas uh, that we're just, we're, 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 we're throwing on the dartboard and we're going to see what mm-hmm. sticks mm-hmm. sort of thing. But yeah, I would say in the next few months, um, we're going to try some, some different things yeah. to a attract more listeners. Yeah. Uh, because really when you have a show, um, I don't want to say it, it doesn't pay to do it if you don't have mm-hmm. a, a wide audience, but, mm-hmm. uh, your intention when you started this show is never to have it for just a handful of people, mm-hmm. just a couple dozen people. Um, that's not the purpose of, of why you started father seekers, nor is it the the purpose of advancing any sort of gospel towards Jesus. Mm. So in order to do that, um, do we consider success with the viewership we have, uh, to, to, to a degree? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, in reality, let's talk real, let's talk, let's do the math is what I like to tell people when you talk about this, this is, this is a business and it takes money to fund it mm-hmm. uh, just like it does anything else. Um, every, every, every thing, every, every program, every, every, every service to man costs something to produce and work on and fix and then get it out there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we ultimately, why we started this, like this podcast and Barry asked me to join what almost a year ago now mm-hmm. huh um and and I was just like really you want me to be and like because mm-hmm. like professionally at life church I I make videos here mm-hmm. like that was that was my that's my full-time gig right I, I play in the band on Sunday um mm-hmm. but my my really my job title is a video video creative creative lead mm-hmm. so I make the the promo video and the marketing mm-hmm. material and stuff like that um but so when he asked me about uh, literally about a year ago, I was like, Oh, that'd be really cool. Thanks for yeah, interesting. I, I'm honored. Um, so what w- throughout this journey, we started realizing that, Hey, we actually, 
we have something here. Mm-hmm. Like we have ideas and we have, um, God is talking to us and through us with what we want to do for, uh, for men, what mm-hmm. we want to do for, uh, people that have been hurt mm-hmm. through poor father relationships, mm-hmm. people that are scared to, to be fathers, mm-hmm. people that had great fathers, uh, but still lack something in regards yeah, to, I mean, that's a good way to put it. Cause every, right there is good. everyone has been hurt in some way, shape or form. Like the, 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 the funny catchphrase is you're going to screw up your kids mm-hmm. somehow. Just try yeah. to do it as try little to do as, it as easy as, as possible. Little as possible. <laughs> and, and we can giggle about that, but I mean, every single man so that is listening, um, and, and, and woman, I don't want to close that, that window or door either. Yeah. Uh, have, have parental, um, I don't know, pains. Yeah. Moms, it, a week never goes by that I'm not contacted on social media by a mom or a wife, literally never a week. And their, their input is a little different because it's from the perspective of a mom or a wife or even a daughter or all, all the above. But truly, you know, I, I have people ask me every week, what is Father Seekers? Yeah. And one of the things that I, I like to say, the better question is not what is Father Seekers, but who is Father Seekers? And the answer to that is we all are. Because we were designed by God to have a relationship with the Father. That's the way it was from the beginning. Not to get sidetracked. This is a whole podcast right here, this little thing I'm about to drop. But inside inside each of us, God placed Father hunger. So there's a desire and a DNA piece in us where we're designed to have relationship with the Father. And God designed it so that our fathers would have direct and immediate relationship with Him so that their, our earthly fathers could reflect his presence, his power, and his his wisdom in us through his relationship with the Heavenly Father. If that relationship's lacking any at all, there's going to be a miss, a break. And even sometimes when you are to the far right of the spectrum where you've been abandoned, abused, or you had a passive father who was more concerned about building his kingdom than he was mentoring his kids, then then you're seeking, you're, you're, there's this in us, we're designed to seek after the Father. And God gave us <laughs> earthly fathers to mimic and mirror that. And, and, and even well intended fathers uh, miss. And that's because, you know, it's not, it's not a, a show to like bash anyone, right? It's not a show to, to say, uh, well, this guy was kind of a, kind of, an a-hole. It's not that at all. It's even well-intended fathers make, can sometimes make critical mistakes. And what, who, who, who picks up the pieces from that? You know, obviously the person who, you know, the child does child picks up the pieces from that. And, and so that did, you know, you know, to reestablish what the show is, it's not just for people that didn't have dads. It's not just for people that had dads that abused them. Or weren't there? Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 the whole picture, Keith. Of we're designed to have, we're designed to have a relationship with our Father, and our earthly Father is the direct representation of our heavenly Father to us. And if if that was kinked up, messed up, or or refracted or deflected in any way, then that that comes down to us and then to our kids. Yeah. But but really, here here's. If you had a catchphrase for father seekers, it would be this defining genuine, authentic fatherhood. That's what it is. We define it. We took a, we took a turn like the third month we were in this, we took a turn with this and it turned from, it turned from just focusing on guys who grew up without a dad to wait, there's a bigger picture here. Yeah. There's a bigger picture of, there's a broader definition of what what fatherless means or father seekers means. Correct. Now it there there's there's definitely those guys, but and those women. However, there's the big picture is, is that we're all designed to have 
relationship with our Father, particularly our Heavenly Father, but God gave us earthly fathers. Mm-hmm. So then there becomes this, this, this reconciling of what's the pattern and who, what do I do and how do I do it? And then there's where our job comes in, yeah. is to give them that picture. Yeah. Okay. And there we go. Commercial. There, there we go. Commercial insert here. Commercial break. Music. Here we go. If you just didn't hear a commercial, uh, <laughs> there wasn't because <laughs> we didn't. We haven't paid anyone to do that yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe in the fall. Yeah. Maybe in the fall. You know what? Let's do that. <laughs> All right. So on today's show. Um, we started, uh, and I don't think I ever even said that out loud last show, that we were starting a four-part series yeah. uh, titled Above All Else. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I ever said that. But you probably read that in the show notes. If you clicked on the previous episode, you probably saw that. Uh, I never made reference to it in the show, so I'm making reference to it in uh, week two here. Um, week one, we, we wanted to just touch base on what, what, we, what we saw, what we learned, what we did over the three months Oh, yeah, just almost two and a half months mm-hmm. since since our last show. Mm-hmm. Um, what has uh, what has changed in us? What has changed in our relationship with God? Um, so today, what what are we going to talk about? With what what is so? Yeah, what is above? What is above all else? Well, it's just to just to pull back a little bit of review from last week. Um, we got sidetracked when we got into the show last week about the sabbatical, and it ended up being about that. But it was a good sidetrack. But in that uh, Matthew six thirty three, seek seek the kingdom above all else, live righteously, and He will give you everything you need. That above all else was a was a big moment for me in my time away. Like it, it became the clarifier, the filter, the the finger pointer of. If it doesn't fit this box, then I don't have anything to do with it. Literally, I've done that, and it created for me freedom from some emotional and mental fog I had, probably 80% of it. It's just that easy. Mm-hmm. Now the hard thing is is not walking away and not, not doing something, but focusing efforts on what, what is above all else. So what is a, there's nothing, and I've said this 100 times since I've been here, there's nothing that important. And what I mean by that is there's nothing in this life, regardless, pick anything, there's nothing that important other than Jesus and the kingdom. Mm-hmm. When we look at it, the fil- filtration system for that. But what about money? Again, Matthew six thirty four. don't be anxious. God's going to give you everything you need. But what about my job? That's pretty big. No, there's ze- when G- I'm pretty sure Jesus had in mind, right? Mm-hmm. Actually... Uh, Jeremiah says that that God walked through our days before even one was written in a book. But but God never, I mean, Jesus couldn't possibly forgive me for the things I've done. Well, he saw everything we did, we would do, we will do. Here's the interesting thing about that. At creation, when God, here's what I think happened. This is extra biblical. I'll just throw this out there. This is extra biblical. But here's what I think. I think when God created man, right before he created man, and scripture says that Jesus Jesus knew before the creation of the world that he would be sacrificed as as the 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 offering for sin and the remission of sin. But I believe, I believe right before God created Adam, right before God breathed into Adam's nostrils, I believe he said, now, you know, son, this, this, this guy ultimately is going to hang you on a cross. Ultimately, that's what's going to happen. Now, it's going to be a minute, but it's going to happen. And I believe that Jesus was so obedient to his father's plan, even preordained before the foundation of the world, Paul writes in Ephesians, this was planned. Jesus said, let's do it. Let's, this is the plan. Let's, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So does God know? Absolutely he knows. Did he plan in advance for it? Absolutely he did. 
But I think I think the big thing above all else is that we struggle, I think mostly with men, we struggle with with knowing. Knowing to your point what's next, knowing knowing does God know? Does he really know who I am and what's going on in my life? That's a that's an interesting topic because I just this week I've had a couple um, sit down meetings with with some men and both and and both of them these two in particular uh, both were under the um, this they subscribed to the idea that God wasn't uh, omnipresent wasn't here all the time mm-hmm. God just checks in from time to time mm-hmm. and it was an interesting because I I, I didn't I, I maybe I guess naively I didn't think that there was that many people on this earth that believed that. But I think that there are a lot of people out there that believe that God just, he's, he's got a lot of universes mm-hmm. and he's not always here. He just checks mm-hmm. in from time to time to make sure things aren't totally screwed up. And then he's off again. Kind of like, I guess like the Marvel movies would have you think like, like, like Thor, Miss Marvel does. Mm-hmm. They just pop in, check in on the earth, say, mm-hmm. okay, yep, I'll be same. back in a couple years. Didn't we have this conversation Thursday night a, a little bit about this where whereby we we talked about or it was on a Thursday night about there there was two sides of this that if the the universe is so big that it would be just a waste for earth to be the only place that had humans. Yeah. That's a hypothesis. Or or or, or Educated life form. Or educated life form. But on the other side, what if it is? What if it's the only place? But here's the thing about the omnipresence of God. Is that is that nothing existed before he existed. Let's just do the math. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing existed before he existed. But when he created all that existed, the God of the galaxies created everything. And he created... Anything that we can see or not see, known or unknown, there's still galaxies unknown. Even in those places, God is still present because he created it. It only makes sense through common sense to believe that if one creates something, he is fully aware. He has full ability to understand and know what's happening there. Not to mention that he is the the impetus the will, the design, the desire, and the full source of power that did create it. Therefore, all of this universe is connected to him by the word of his power. So how could he not know what's going on? How could he not only not know, but how could he not see on the different tiers and the different layers of our lives throughout the different time periods of our lives? And what's even more multiplying to the the millionth power here he's done that with every person from adam to the last mm. god knows god knows so he's above all else mm-hmm. where what 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 do we want to talk about on 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 this particular uh in this series i guess i guess i, I don't even know how you uh, how I mean, that idea, he's above all else. I mm-hmm. don't know how you make a series of that that isn't um, not like, for me, obvious. Well, I'd, here's, here's the, I think, the way that we do it. You know, there's, there's, um, there are, are, are things, I think, that guys struggle with. And one of the things, actually, is knowing. To know things, to know in advance, to know how to to move forward. And one of, one of those things is uh, about knowing is what do we pursue? Where do we go? What, what is it that we search after? What is it that we have to know? Uh, for example, I think there are four, four things that became evidently true in my life on this, this time away, just to, to make a reference again to last week. But, for me to for me to know and 
to to be. There's four words: to know, mm-hmm. to be, to, to seek, and to do. Okay, okay, slowly, so, slowly this time. Okay, to know, to know, to be, to be, to seek, to seek, and to do, and to do. So we we get it conversely. We we try to do first, and then seek God to bless our do. I want to go do all this stuff. I want to. I want to go. I want to get God's blessing on what I'm doing. But then I try to become like him so that I can know what he wants me to do. But if I do work in conversely above all else, if I, if I seek to know him first, my father first, then it's easy for me to become like him. Then I seek his will. Then I do his will. See what I'm saying? We're we're all about going out doing things. We're all about going out doing this and asking God to bless us, and then we get twisted up and bent out of shape when he doesn't because he loves us so much that he's going to help us through this life, and he will help us do some things I think that we want to do sometimes that are not necessarily in the, in the center core piece of his will, but he always leads us back to the center core piece of his will. So what we're trying to do in this life is men, because we don't know when our last day is, because we know that the pine box clock is ticking. Here's what we do know is that if I am knowing my father as a beloved son and I'm understanding who he is, then I can become like him. So I'm knowing him. I'm becoming like him. I'm seeking his will and direction, and then I'm doing what he wants me to do. Okay, so how does a person start then? Okay, so first, I think we have to move into the idea of knowing, knowing our Father, knowing our Heavenly Father. Like one of my favorite movies, I I bet a hundred bucks you've seen this movie. But one of my favorite actors is Nick Cage. Now, not everything Nick Cage has done has been stellar. It's like, no, dude, you need to go back, way back on that one, roll that one back. It's just zero good. All right, time out real quick. Favorite Nick Cage movie? Are you going to say it? Is I'm going to say it. Okay, my, yeah. mine before we go. Gone in 60 seconds. I don't know. Well, hey, nope, nope, nope. Just put a pin on that right now. No. I don't I know agree. how. I don't disagree. <laughs> I, don't, I don't disagree. I don't know how any, how any, and I don't know if the viewers know this. I no. like motorsports. Mm-hmm. I like cars. Yes. I there is not a there's not a man on this earth that doesn't they can't say that they love cars and not love God in sixty seconds. Well, uh, slow rider, huh? Eleanor. Oh gosh, to have an Eleanor would just be mm. oh, she's so hot. Uh, that car, that Mustangs. Uh, and when they when the guy knocked the went the mirror off, I went. Oh, yeah. oh, it's just a scratch. Oh, it's just a scratch. We'll get you fixed, girl. Little, little fiberglass. We'll get you. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> I love that movie. It's filmed in filmed in Long Beach. Uh, my yeah. family's from yes. Long Beach. Yes. And so every time, and all in Long Beach. My my mom is like Long Beach through and through. And like, yeah. Uh, so that movie came out in two thousand and one. Yeah. Um, it yeah, never she, that she movie never that gets movie. old to me. No, no. I mean, as a matter of fact, we should watch that one night Thursday night. No, yeah, watch it like. There are a handful of movies on this earth that when it when you're flipping through the channels, right. and that movie's on, watch it. You just can't. No, stop. no it's it's it, like it's, watch it's it. like a, I can't turn the channel now. I mean, Empire Strikes Back for me is that. All right. Uh, Jurassic Park, Terminator One and Two. Yeah. And Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. The the other movie I think would be and Nick Cage did a lot of good things. Sixty seconds is top of the list. One of the other ones in the top three would be the movie Knowing. Mm. Like. When I started watching that, it was like, no, nah, you're just a bitter math teacher, man. You're just a brilliant mm-hmm. dude. You're bitter. You're mad. And then he started he started going all Rain Man on stuff. And then he began to figure out in this code of, of what's going to happen. And he, he was able to predict the future. And, you know, he played an MIT professor, uh, John Costler. True story? Uh, I don't know if it's true, but this is the, this is the character he played. And he, he found this list of mysterious numbers and he began to put all this together yeah. and, he, and and then he formulated in, in this mm-hmm. this concept of being being able to prevent or, or 
uh, predetermine and and figure out these catastrophic events, but he was trying to go and prevent them by telling the people, um, here's what's happening. And nobody believed him, but finally they started believing him. Anyway, it's it's like an end time thriller thriller, but 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 he was battling through his own trauma and problems and his his death of his wife and his kid and it, his kid was a brilliant kid. His parents, his dad, this this was a kicker for me. His dad was a pastor that had rejected him, and it's like they made this thing up. And but here's a, here's the truth about about knowing is that it in, in down deep in every man's heart, and most everybody, but every man's heart down down deep down in the in the hold of his heart, every man wants to know the truth about himself. He wants to know his heart. And he wants to know how to make it through life. The struggles, the inconsistencies, the experiences, troubles, conflicts, trials, victories, sacrifices, struggles, victories, all of that. He wants to know how to make it through. So so what, what is it that guys do to know the things they think they need to know. I think that, uh, I don't think a lot of guys actually search for, like they have, I think everyone has that question. What, what's this life for? What, what are we doing here? Um, I think a, a follow-up question to that is that there are a lot of people on this earth that say, is there a God? If there, if there is a God, why would this happen? Why would, I think these are very common questions, but I don't think that men or women often aspire to actually get answers for them. Uh, there's, for me, there's only one real area that the the internet and literature and books can get you so far, but those are still for the for the vast majority, like ninety nine point nine nine percent, it's someone's opinion. Mm. And it, if there's enough people that agree with it, it starts turning into quote unquote fact. Mm-hmm. But all we uh, all we know is really opinion, opinion mm-hmm. based. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, how the uh, just like just like the the climate control, like how that has changed even in fifteen years, is just the best information we have at that time. Mm-hmm. Enough smart people that study and devote a lot of time into learning about these things, just all agree that this is likely what is the is the problem. And that, and that, and that, as more information comes, that has changed. And it's, it's, I bring it up because it's in the media a lot because it's like, it's, it's changing almost in real time Mm -hmm. on a weekly basis. You know, here's what's interesting about that piece of information. And again, I think you've hit it, hit a home run with this. Um, But, you know, weather is predicted on previous models, historical models. Yeah. Yeah. No one really knows. So, so when a guy wants to know, like, how do I define my no? How do I know? Like, I've got to define my no. Like, one of the areas of my life, I'm a coach. And and one of the things that, one of the first things I always ask people is, what's your why? They don't know what their why is. And no, nobody's ever asked them that before. But in this in this particular scenario, it's, it's, it's what, what's, how do you define your no? Here's how I define my no. K-N-O-W, no. Here's how I define my note. Jesus has and holds the first position in and on my life. That's how I know. From that point, I don't offer, seek after, pursue any other models than the one he set for me. Do you get answers? Yeah. Do you ask questions? Yeah. I think that that's important to say out loud that uh, the answers I, I searched for throughout most of my adult life, I finally got when I when I asked the mm-hmm. right person. Mm-hmm. Right. You can look at models all day long. There are thousands of models to live your life by. But here's what I do know. There's a handful of things, less than a handful of things in my life I do know. But here's one of the things I do know. I live my life in and under and through his will. But the more persistent and the more consistent that I get with that, the more inconsistent I become with my ability to live out 
his example. In other words, the more I pursue him, the more I see that I'm not like him. But then he leads me and empowers me. And then I become like him through his presence, his spirit, his direction, his leading. If I get sidetracked on the track that I'm pursuing, then it's going to take me away from him. But if I'm seeking to know if I'm knowing him and, and, and becoming like him, then I'm going to narrow the field of my pathways and be able to move forward and know what to do. But here's the beauty. If you're not, if you're not making mistakes in your life as a man, not intentional and you're not pursuing mistakes and not using them as a license to sin. But if you're not, if you're not making mistakes as a man in your life, you're, you're not really living. Just saying. Yeah. If, if you, uh, if, if you don't like as a, as a, as a believer in Christ, um, I was just, I was talking to somebody about this just the other day that, uh, I'm either going forward or I'm going backwards. Like if I don't, if I don't hear from God through my prayers frequently, uh, that's generally not a good sign. Like that, that if I don't hear from the Holy spirit, if I don't hear, Mm -hmm. if, if that's not something that I constantly, uh, see and feel like consistently on a literal daily basis, Mm. then that's not God's fault. That's my fault. Mm. Like I, I start getting worried when I don't feel like I'm hearing from God for several days in a row. Mm. then that's not, mm. that's again, not God's fault. It's, he didn't go, mm. he didn't go anywhere. Mm. It's I'm going somewhere away from him. Do you get, do you get a- agitated and anxious? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I sometimes. get very agitated. A- anxious, not so much. Um, I, I definitely, I get agitated in my head more yeah. frequently than. Well, that that's what gets me anxious. And then I, that I, I just, I go off rails a little bit. So I just got to stop. I, I don't, I try not to let it show. But that doesn't mean it's not happening. True, and I think too. I think that the the truth is is that there's that that very picture itself shows a dependence on the presence of Holy Spirit in our lives, leading and guiding us. You know, you know, to that point, the prayer part, and then and then reading God's Word. I think Paul wrote, "Don't conform to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." Well, how do you do that? You read God's word and then you let it you let it saturate and percolate at the same time. Put it in practice. Right. Yeah, you that's that's what we do. But I I I read a thing um there's a the word baptism in scripture is the Greek word baptizo. Mm-hmm. And it means to immerse under to be filled, to to fully submerge, yeah. To be to be submerged under, to be fully filled, to to encapsulate and fulfill the whole thing. It's like a ship sinking a ship. That that when that ship has sunk or sunken to the to the depths, it's full and it's it's full of water. It's it's every part of it is surrounded. And I think, I think as we as we learn more about what we want to know and, and the things that we need to know, and we use God's word for that, the more we saturate, the more clarity we have. And, and the big part about knowing things is having clarity. Clarity is a gift from God. And many of us, I know for, for a long time I struggled with it because of the fog, the emotional fog, the mental fog. Because I was had all these conversations going and and all these should I do this should I do that but but when you when you say above all else this is this is this is what this is this is what I know I know that if I above all else I know that God's going to speak to me because I've I've forefronted Him to first position in other words. There's no other position but him. Everything else, you live above all else, and then there's all else you have to deal with every day. If that makes any sense? Yeah. So let's 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 reel it in. Uh, if a viewer wants, I don't know if we can do that, but let's try. If, if a, so, this this week is unknowing. Mm-hmm. Um, how do how does what's the first step 
to getting knowledge? Clearly, the first step is to read God's word. So go to the source. Go to the source. But I would, I'm a, as you know, an analogy guy, uh, and I like the coin analogy, because if we read God's word and we study and we ask, Jesus said, I'll send the Holy Spirit to teach you so that no man would need to teach you, although it's, we, we, it's good to have people who teach us. But, but to your point, back to your point, which I think is an amazing, amazing point that I think we underestimate, underutilize, is to ask God questions. When you ask questions, will you get answers? Absolutely. Sometimes yeah. quickly, sometimes slowly? Sometimes slowly. But many, of the, many times it's like you'll read a passage in, in the Scripture and Holy Spirit will speak to you through that passage. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that it's about the exact thing you need at the exact yeah, moment. Yeah, that happens far too, far too more frequently than, than I creepily want to admit that when I, op- when I do the random open the book, and yeah. just read. Yeah. It isn't long before, and by by like it isn't long. I usually like within five sentences. Well, but here, let's go back to the knowing thing about the God of the universe knowing and being fully present about everything He created. Well, well, when Jesus uh, dispatched the Holy Spirit, who better to interpret Scripture than the one who was the very source that delivered the words of God? from God's mouth to the heart, to the ears and the heart of the men who wrote these passages. Who better to interpret it? I heard it from God, and I tell you, let me interpret and tell you. Let me give you an expository commentary on what God is saying to you. And Holy Spirit personalizes that to us. Sean can be preaching on Sunday morning and say one thing, and there will be hundred or probably thousand more pieces of understanding to that because Holy Spirit applies that to our lives. A customary, it it's customed to our our life and our situation. Okay, so we first begin to learn when we when we start when we. I guess you have to have that motivation to want to know. Yeah. So. Well, we're, we're copycats by nature. We're going to copy somebody. We're going to find what works and we're going to copy it. So this part about knowing is that we know that God created. We know that Jesus came. We know Jesus is the living word and we know Holy Spirit is the one who interprets and tells us what Jesus in, intends for our lives. So if we know that, then what do we do? What's the next step to move into to, 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 to mimic what we've seen Jesus do. What is it that we do? Well, we just begin to imitate his words and his acts and his deeds. How do you do that? Well, you be kind to people. You show meekness. Mm. You're gentle. So you make it seem a lot more simpler than than maybe the the world would have you think. As as we've discussed more than probably eight or ten times in private conversation in our Thursday night guys and and even here on this show Simple is extremely easy to discuss, but it is the most difficult thing in history to walk out and to lean into. Hey, let's go lose weight, Keith. That's simple to say, but the walking out is the difficult. Mm -hmm. Or let's go build a car. That's easy to say. But then the leaning in and and walking it out is, that's that's where we need community, is to walk out together. So getting community helps, uh, I think community helps me helps keep me accountable. Well, that's the other side of the coin. That's 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 hearing God's word and 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 leaning into it, living it out. But then there's the other side of that coin where I do this life with other people. If you're trying to do it on your own by yourself alone, you will crash and burn eventually. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah. So if if someone if a listener's on the fence with um, well, yeah. What if the listeners on the fence with not reading the Bible, like they don't do it nearly enough, dude? <clears throat> like, or ever our guys, our, my mind goes back to a Bible study. Our our group guys, uh, several. It's been several weeks, but but the guys begin to talk about. Well, I'm not a good reader. I don't have time to read. I don't. 
you know, the fact is I stay up too late or I don't get up early enough or, or my family, my commitments, I'll work. Okay. So if you're hungry for something, you will find a way to get it. You'll find a way. If you want food, you will find a way to get to it and you'll find a way to get it. It's the same with scripture. You may not be a visual learner and you have difficulty reading scripture. I'm not saying don't read it. I'm saying discipline yourself. But in the meantime, use the gift God gave you and use the auditory ability to listen to Scripture. I know some people who can listen to things and memorize it quicker than people who can read it. And and people who people who can actually read, underline, and identify things. Yeah, I, I and uh to be honest, I I'm a listener more than I am a reader. Mm. I do I like to I like to keep her 50/50, but if I were to be honest with you, I probably listen to the uh, audible version of the Bible mm. 8 times out of 10. You yeah. Know? And uh, it, it, am I reading the Bible? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think that that's I and and I can set it to two two times the speed. Yeah. Uh, so I I can blitz through a book. But I'll tell you what, there's still those moments when when the, the English man is reading to me yeah. where I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. I press pause. I got to go back and look at that. I never, I never heard that mm-hmm. before. And then I look and I'm like, huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I stop and I, I, I then I, I'll reread the sentence before sentence after. And then all of a sudden that's, that's when you realize that you're in the Holy Spirit's crosshairs mm-hmm. and you need to take note of, yeah. of why that sentence slapped you today. That, that actually is, is a, a Greek word for time. There's two Greek words for time in the new Testament. There's Kronos and Kairos. Kronos is tick-tock clock chronology. Kairos is a divine interruption when Holy spirit interrupts Kronos with a specific and particular message to mm-hmm. speak to you and tell you something. Yeah. Kairos moments when I first learned about them, people told me, eh, you know, you don't have those many. Well, I don't agree. Anytime Holy Spirit speaks to you, it is it is this conversational piece that he says, wait, I'm going to interrupt you for a minute. I'm going to stop you. I want to tell you something. I want to give you some, I got this straight from the Father's mouth, from his mouth to your ears, to your heart. Mm-hmm. Here's the moment. And there's some of those moments that are more intense and more powerful than others. Some are correctional, some are directional, some are inspirational, some are let's move forward, some are convicting, some are bringing righteousness, but then there's some of those that that you get a glimpse of the future and you get to know what's next. Mm-hmm. But until until we do what you or you're proposing until we get in here and let the word of God saturate us and let let the community of faith be a part of our lives we're not going to groom our minds toward listening to that yeah it's like if you love jazz music and 80s rock comes on you're going to totally disconnect so if i'm reading god's word and i'm hearing things and my my heart is being is being transformed and it's being groomed to listen to that, then I'm going to respond to it better. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be open to it. Yeah. J- just do it. Just do what works for you yeah. in, in, in regards to uh, making yourself teachable, making yourself uh, more of a, of a, of a, of a train station waiting, waiting on God to, for God's train to stop in. Yeah. You know, just if, if it requires you listening to the Bible, listen to it. If it requires you only being able to read it, read it. If it requires you to buy one that has that straight up pictures, which there are a lot of them. You know, there buy are, it. there are two apps right now. You could just get the one. They're the same app basically. But if you get the Bible project app. Yeah. That's a great, you app. can watch video. Yeah. Literally a video. You With, read scripture, you watch a video. It sums up an entire book in nine minutes. It, you can, you can, I do this sometimes I get on this binge of watching three, four five a night. Like yeah. oh, what? I don't yeah, they're, remember they're, they're that. So, they're so engaging so and, they're, good. And, they're, and they're so short that 
you're there's a book that would take you probably 30 minutes to read, 40 minutes to read. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, most of the books in the Bible you can tear through in, within the hour, right? One of the things about this, what we're talking about is that what we're doing is we're weeding and seeding. We have to weed out what's there that's existing and seed what's not there that we want to happen. We have to seed the things into our lives that we want to see fruit of. If we don't pull the weeds of existing things, the seed would be overtaken yeah. by the weed. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how you get there. Just get there. Get there. You know, it's, get, a, it's a party. You have an invite. I don't care how you get to this party. Just mm-hmm. get there. You're mm-hmm. not going to want to miss it. Come to the rodeo. Yeah. And and do you, are we ever going to have all the answers? Uh, God pretty much promises us we won't on this earth, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we will when we meet him. Yeah. You know, I, 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 when I, when I, when I get there, I, I don't know, I can't imagine how it's going to look, but in my head, I have a vision on how it looks when I, when I see my maker mm-hmm. and then he just offloads and downloads everything that, yeah. that of all of all the questions I've ever had yeah. to get the answers. There's a couple of questions that I'm very in particular, I particularly want to, mm-hmm. to know answers of. And if you'd like to know, one of them is what I had a dog run away. Uh, six years ago, it was my our family, our family dog. Mm-hmm. So he was 19 years old, mm. and and you know a lot of canine experts say, well, they come they come from wolves, and usually when the elder in the pack ages out, mm-hmm. they'll leave the pack. That's mm-hmm. as, but that doesn't make my heart feel better because mm-hmm. that was my boy, you know, that mm-hmm. was my, and so I, I the fact in my head thinking that he died in a field by himself somewhere, yeah, it makes me tremendously sad, yeah. So I think that like, you know, one of, That's one of the things. one of the first questions, like, so what happened to Skittles? His name, yeah. is, his name is Skittles. Yeah. What happened to Skittles? Where, what, just yeah. can, let me see for two, like the last five minutes, yeah. like, what happened? Who shot JFK? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I or, think or, what's or, interesting. Or how many people shot JFK? Yeah. Well, it, look, <laughs> okay. Conspiracy theory, five seconds. There was more than one. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 I we know all when that moment comes, and uh, I am. I am. I've, it's one of the things I'm kind of anticipating. Like I'm looking forward but, to. But here's the other thing about that. I think. I think we have those initial questions that we want to know. But then, like when we get in front of him, it's like I don't. I don't really care about that now. Right. I just want to. What do you want to? What do you have to say? And so, how do we get that attitude? Yeah. And that's exactly it. Because I probably. I. You know what? After because he's my. He's. I, I look at God as my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at him like my dad and like, yeah. he, he'll, he'll offload all this and yeah. then he'll be like, son, you have another question, don't you? Right, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what happened to Skittles? Yeah. <laughs> like that's the relationship yeah. I have with God. Like, yeah. like he knows that I'm, I'm like going to be like, no, no, this is awesome. This is awesome. Uh, what happened to Skittles though? Like one of the things about, well, about heaven is that what a couple, there's a lot of things, but one is we'll, we'll be known as we are known. People know who we are, but I think. I think the other thing is, is that we'll have at that moment when the, in the transitional place from one, from, from, from time into eternity, it's either death or rapture. Um, our bodies are instantly glorified in eternity and we will be like, just like Jesus. Mm. So we'll be tracking with Jesus. Like, We'll be his, that's why the scripture talks about being his body, his bride. We'll be in complete and total rhythm with him. We'll be in sync with him. We'll be moving as he would move. This is like a practice session. Yeah. And as we, when we get there, it's like, I think there's going to be so many things that we know just because we're in a glorified body that we're going to have such clarity and such sense about eternity. I liked how you put like the, um, we'll, we'll get there and we won't, it won't even really matter. Yeah. You know, and how can I convert? And this is like a take to, as we close the show, this is a take home. Like how can I convert that attitude of I'm just with God? Yeah. The other stuff is kind of just white noise. How do I convert that heavenly, that heavenly, uh, that heavenly approach to my earthly approach? Mm -hmm. You know, here's the, here's the one thing I would say to wrap Matthew six thirty three. We've talked about several times, but Matthew six thirty four. Don't be anxious. Don't worry. Don't worry. Worry 
distracts from what what Jesus is trying to say. And Pastor said it's so good Sunday. He said there are 369,000 different different types of flowers. Yeah. And he said none of them have the same outfit. He, he not only does he he know about each one, he gave right. them each their own individual outfit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then there's 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 he used another example of something I forgot what it was, but he said oh birds. He said there's like 189,000 different species of birds. He said we don't see birds Wondering if they're going to be fed or watered. Or, Not a one of them worries. Yeah, none of them worry <laughs> because they know God yeah. is there. That's yeah. why if when we know these things, we can walk in the knowledge operating in wisdom. That's it. Uh, what what, what G.I. Joe's catchphrase, knowing's half the battle, right? What's, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> knowing is half the battle. Um, That's a podcast, G.I. Joe. Uh, knowing is definitely half the battle. Uh, but not knowing today everything that I think I deserve to know yeah. is that's not important. You know, the closer I get to God, the more I realize I have questions for him and it's okay to have questions for him. Mm-hmm. My dad loves when I, mm-hmm. when I ask him questions, yeah. but it's also a, a, a point where I, it's, I realize it's okay to, to not have all the answers today. But keep seeking them. It's actually better through the word. Yeah. The more I seek them through the word, the yeah. more the more the more Dad will give us the answers right. when when I'm ready for them. Mm-hmm. So hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Father Seekers Podcast. If you enjoyed it, I cannot emphasize this enough. If you enjoyed it, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe. Subscribe. The numbers we came out of sabbatical. Uh, we looked at our at our weekly downloads. We're like, oh, not good. You know what? This is probably because people pe- people are like, well, I listen to it. I listen to it. But you subscribe to it. Just press subscribe. Just please mm-hmm. pr- press press subscribe. That way, if we were to take a hiatus, an unannounced one, mm-hmm. when we start up again, you know that we've started up again because mm-hmm. your podcast player will say, hey, there's a new episode here from a show you you subscribe to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to listen to it? Uh, just subscribe to it. Um, ultimately, that helps. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say the popularity of the show, but it helps the popularity of the show, but it ultimately helps uh, spread the message of Jesus, which is essentially the the, the point of, of this show, yeah. is to glorify God yeah. and help, help men and women along the way if we can. So, yeah. hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Father Seekers Podcast. For uh, Pastor Barry, this is Pastor Keith. We will see you next week.